Second Chance Movies, the podcast where we rewatch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance. I'm Joe Harper, your host who loves rewatching movies, and I like adding pineapples to my pizza. And I'm Jessica Quaz, your host who's a one-and-done kind of movie viewer who just gets like really grossed out by reptiles. And today, we're giving a second chance to Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm sorry. And to get more specific. (laughs) Way more specific. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 2014. The Michael Bay produced Ninja Turtles. That's right. Now, the reason we chose this movie is because as a birthday present for myself, I wanted to talk about turtles. This is not my favorite turtle movie. I can say that. But... Because I love turtles and we love giving things a second chance, this is a movie I think we needed to give a second chance. And even more so, Jessica has not seen this. Nope. This was my first time. Uh, Speaking of birthdays, Joe gifted this to me as one of my birthday presents. Um, So we had to watch it. I own it now. (laughs) It took her a couple months to watch it. Sure did. Sure did. You own both of them. It was, yeah. I gave her a two-in-one DVD. Yeah, that's right. I own the sequel to this. (laughs) Well, I'm a huge Cheryl fan. I've been a Cheryl fan since the 80s. I collected all the toys when I was younger. That's how I got into, like, collecting action figures. And then I watched the cartoon. And then later, as an adult, they made another cartoon, which I love. Uh, They've made three movies, two of which I really like. Uh, they made a cartoon movie and now these two Michael Bay movies. I want to keep getting more turtles. Let's keep going with turtles. Turtle power. <laughs> Turtle power. Um, I, uh, you know, know of the Ninja Turtles and as a kid I, I <laughs> with some Ninja Turtles. Um, I'm not quite on your level of turtles, that's for sure. But like I'm aware of what they do and I saw the 90s movies for sure. What they do? What do what they, they do? They are what are they ninjas, do? and they fi- they fight crime. <laughs> that's what they do. That's what's up. That's hey, that's not wrong. Yeah, it's not wrong. Um, can I give you a little quiz? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt with the turtles. Yes, okay? you are. You sure are. It's not Uh-oh. the new turtles, but can I, if I pointed to them, do you know who is who? Um, I we'll, we'll give start- it a go. We'll give it a go. This one that's purple. Purple. Um, is that uh, the orange one? We're going that, to the next. Is one. the orange one Raphael? Raphael. No. Okay. What is the blue one? Is it Michelangelo? What is the red one? Um, is that Michelangelo? Is that Raphael? And <laughs> and then the purple one. 
Oh, what did the other two? Uh, Picasso is that one? <laughs> Picasso. So we thought it was Raphael, Michelangelo, <laughs> Michelangelo, and Picasso. Very close. Wow! 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 What? What are they? <laughs> Who's who? <laughs> uh, we got Raphael's the red, Leonardo's okay. the blue. Oh yeah, Michelangelo is the orange one. Okay, Donatello. <laughs> Donatello. Okay. Let's hear what IMDb has to say. So for those of you who did not see the Ninja Turtles movie from 2014, I'm going to give you a description of what that movie was about. When a kingpin threatens New York City, a group of mutated turtle warriors must emerge from the shadows to protect their home. How wow. accurate do you think that movie that is? Um, I mean, the description. It's, it's like not wrong, but like starting off with a description that doesn't focus on the turtles right away is a little like like a kingpin okay what is this calm down um and <laughs> calling them warrior turtles <laughs> it's very strange mutated turtle warriors yeah mutated turtle warriors very strange they're very much ninjas we all know what the ninja turtles are so just say well yeah, turtles. <laughs> you don't know specifically who they are, but you know what they are. I know what they are. I think a lot of people, at least, I mean, it's and if you don't know, it's like the two words make it like understandable. They're ninja turtles. Yeah, ninja turtles. Ninja turtles. Bam! I get it. I'm there. This this movie originally was, I think, supposed to be called just Ninja Turtles, but those fans got upset, and so you know, the two little words had to be added. Teenage wow. I think a lot of issues that come from this movie stem from like trying to please the fans that are just whiners. Um, just give us the troll movie. We're going to watch it no matter what. And you know what? Keep making troll movies. I do not care. Bad ones, good ones. I'm going to watch them. This is my first time seeing it. And right off the bat, I did get a vibe of like, is this made for fans or is this made for like, kids who don't know what the ninja turtles are because it seemed like there was a struggle of understanding like who exactly is this movie for that just like it felt like it got lost in the shuffle of everything my thoughts i think this movie was made for new audiences new mm -hmm. kids i don't think this was made with um fans in mind mm -mm. um which is not a terrible thing that's fine um because it's giant turtles that are fighting things this is a kid's property guys um we just love the nostalgia from the 80s so like i get it that we we as fans like i want it to be like this i don't have that feeling mega turtles as long as you have those four guys doing ninja things what their origin is i don't care you know make a new origin each time S splinter got his powers this way the turtles did this it could be new each time but we'll get into that. We'll get into my gripes later. All right. And your gripes. <laughs> I'm sure you have some gripes. Let's hear what the original gripes. Tomato meter on this from Rotten Tomatoes, 21%. Oof. That's low. That's, That's really like, low. I don't think it deserves this low. Um, audience score, 50%. Difference. I'll settle with 50%. Half of this movie, I really like. The other half, I hate. <laughs> And I love the turtles. I'm even wearing the shirt. And I've got a I've got two bins in that closet back there full of Ninja Turtle toys. 
I love the turtles. There's passion. There's passion there for sure. Let's lighten it up with some positive reviews. Aaron Peterson of The Hollywood Outsider. If you still have contact with that little kid buried deep inside of you and haven't completely killed him off like so many cynics have, you may end up enjoying TMNT. Wow. That is a, a sort of a dark review. Like if you're if you have a soul, then you like this movie. And if you don't, then you're just a cynical bastard. Like, oh my God, Aaron. Um, all right. Kofi Outlaw from Screen Rant wrote, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is shallow popcorn entertainment. But within the spectrum of reboots and remakes, it falls on the safe side of honorable. Adam Graham of Detroit News. There's enough turtle power to please kids and fans of the original series. I don't entirely agree with that. No, I don't either. We'll get into talking about how I feel about that later. Turtle power! Turtle power! Um, Alan Jones of Radio Times wrote, An entertaining smooth ride. So that's the second positive review to use the word smooth with this. And, like, not that it's necessarily rough. It's just a very strange descriptor for this movie. That was the one word that everyone came to. Yeah. Smooth. Mm. Okay. Smooth. <laughs> Turtles are smooth. Smooth, right. I need to read these three negative reviews, like, in an order for you. Okay. Claudia Pugue of USA Today wrote, Is there a word that means the opposite of cowabunga? Well, Chase Whale at Central Track wrote, Cowabummer. And then from our friends across the pond, Michael Kermode of The Observer UK wrote, Cowabunga, more like Cowabugger off. <laughs> oh man, that was so much Cowabunga. Yeah, the negative reviews, like some of them really needed the Cowabunga creativity. Like they nailed it. They did say Cowabunga in the movie, right? They said it, I think, just like once, but yeah, it's sad. It It is is just like once, like, yeah. But it's not like a cowabunga. He's just like, what am I supposed to say? Cowabunga. Brent McKnight, the last thing I see. Why is April O'Neill the main character in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? That's a great question, Brent. I do not know. Someone who we have never forgotten about, Nell Minow of Uh. Movie Mom. Uh, She's all over the place. Movie mom. No men. Yeah. Who is she writing for nowadays? I think she writes for just everyone. Whoever will take her things. And I'm fine with that. I respect the hustle. She writes. She she writes. Whatever charm existed in the original cartoons is trampled by this overblown four. I do think a lot of the charm is uh, trampled. I'll agree with her there. But it's not a bore. Um, the half of this movie is not a bore. Yes. So yeah, I agree. I to- actually totally agree with your take on it. Is that there is a lack of turtle charm? Um, like you said, half the movie is not boring. So Sean P. Means, what a name, at Salt Lake Tribune wrote a ridiculously plotted and distressingly violent action movie that never makes the case for its own existence. Wow, wow, wow. 
Uh, um, dramatic. Uh, yes, it does. Ninja <laughs> Turtles are in it. It's the Ninja it, Turtles. It needs to exist. It's not like a original movie. It's Ninja Turtles, um, which has a beloved built-in audience. So I think just like that alone makes sense. Um, distressingly violent is a overstatement. I wouldn't call this movie violent in any way. No, sir. Have you seen Sin City? Because we have. That's distressingly oh. violent. Rachel Wagner of RachelReviews.net. Turtle fans deserve better. And you know what, Rachel? You're right. Well, spoilers beware, guys. We're about to talk about our thoughts, giving us a second chance. This was my first time watching it, like we said. Um, and like as like I said, I'm not as into the turtles as Joe is. Oh, Ikich. Um, but like I know what I know what's up. So I yeah, came into this with some knowledge of the turtles. Um, and I will say what was so strange to me right off the bat of this movie was like we said, there is so much April to the point where it's like her story. I think this is definitely the first thing we need to talk about. Rip yeah. this bandit off because it's it's such a shadow in this movie that I cannot look past. Yes, I agree. The cloud. So, okay, so here's the thing. Like, technically, this is like a Ninja Turtles origin movie, right? Like, it's yeah. like about how they became these things. I don't mind having April be like the audience's way of learning about the turtles like this she's our intro that's like the first movie she's like our human character and she's always been the human character for us to like get to know the turtles and it knows the turtles and is like the turtles best friend yeah makes so much sense it makes sense we get to know them through her and we get to learn about them because she has this connection to their past sure i don't mind that but what i mind is when there's oh. so much of her that the main conflict is essentially like, why won't anyone believe me that there's Ninja Turtles? Like, that is what, in my opinion, seems to be the main issue in the story is that she's a reporter who, you know, wants to catch her big break. Like, wow, what an original plot line. Thank you. Um, and she wants to be taken seriously. And she thinks like the story about vigilante mutant turtles will do the trick. Um, but shocker, everyone thinks she's crazy when she starts talking about mutant turtles fighting crime. No one believes her. And then that becomes like the thing. What I think is dumb, though, she's a reporter. So the fact that she's like, I've seen them and no one believes her is weird because she's a reporter. Like, that's yeah. all her job is, is like investigating stories or I guess not in her career right now. So the big issue I have is. Not that we cast Megan Fox, because she's not a terrible actress. She gets the job done. I think for the role that you they've written April to be, Megan Fox is the wrong choice for this April. Yeah. If April was just reporting on like the fun trampoline bits or just like the fun, you know, like, oh my God. And she discovered the turtles. Sure, let's do it. But the fact that she's like wants to be an investigative journalist and like I, there's just something about her I just don't believe as like I don't know the person that wants to seek out the information. She just like just seems like the type of person I'm just gonna have fun reporting the news. I like doing this. 
Yeah, I think that's what kind of gets me too, is like, I actually enjoy Megan Fox, believe it or not, I do, and I am very much in love with Jennifer's body, so Megan Fox will always have like a special place for me, but for this, it just doesn't, like the vibe that they're trying to go for with April doesn't fit her, but also just like doesn't fit the story, in my opinion, as well, like, yeah, no, not at all, no, because it's almost like, this April where she like wants to to get the hard truth about the turtles out there to like better her own career almost feels like so is your relationship with the turtles genuine or are you just like manipulating them to like become be taken seriously as a journalist you know it's just like I don't we don't need this at all they save her and the first thing she does isn't like thank you let's hang out and be friends it's I need to take a quick picture I know they wiped my phone of all my pictures, but I need that picture to prove that I'm the best reporter. And no, like be their friend. Like, thank you for saving me. Oh my God. They give April a lot of ridiculous exposition of over explaining things we have already seen or like you've just said this April. Why are you repeating it to another person? It happens more than once. And that's the part about April I hate in this movie. When she like discovers like the turtle that she oh wow, I knew the turtles. She plays a video of like the turtles as babies in a lab where her dad worked. Oh my god, I'm the little girl in this video and these are the turtles and I named them after Renaissance painter. Like you're giving us way too much information <laughs> on the thing that we just watched. Mm-hmm. We can we know this. And that's I, that's one of the biggest mistakes movies can make is explaining something we already know. Right. We know the turtles. We know we understand that like this is an anomaly. They're mutants. We get it. We know. Yeah. Duh. All she needed to say was, "Oh my god, that's them." Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Not. Oh wow, these are the turtles and that fire and this also <sighs> happened and this and I also went to like. <laughs> get a burger that day and then she just keeps rambling i also think too like you're right like she is repeating this stuff to anyone that will listen and it's like girl we understand we get it we know we know what's up we get it so that's where the whole like her introducing us to the turtles fails and then she meets splinter and has like a full-blown conversation about everything that happened and it's just like, here's everything you already know, but let me tell it from my point of view. <laughs> um, also, while we're talking about April, uh, just her boss, we get Whoopi Goldberg for a little bit. Blown away when Whoopi showed up on my screen. It's first of all, <laughs> it's, it's shocking that, one, she's there, and two, she is killing it. She's just killing such it. a good boss. I had to look that up. Like, why is she in this? What did she do? Yeah. And you know what? Her daughter just loved Ninja Turtles. That's, you know, her daughter had always loved Ninja Turtles. When the originals came out, she tried to be a part of those. She just called up producers like, hey, is there a spot you can put me in? And they were like, I don't have a spot for you. And then these producers were like, hell yeah, we'll put you in. <laughs> like, I'm so excited to hear that Like, she just wanted to do it for a turtle fan, which was her daughter. That is Adorable. really sweet. Because you also, like, yeah, you could tell in the little bit that we get of her, she was enjoying herself. Like, Whoopi was not like, I'm here for the paycheck. Like, she was having some fun. And so to find out, it was just like this sweet little, like, my daughter loves the turtles. Like, I know the turtles. I want to be in this. If like, I'm cute. If I'm in charge of this movie, my first thing is, April doesn't get fired. 
That way we don't leave Whoopi. Have Whoopi have at least one more scene. Yeah. Maybe she gets to meet the turtles. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I hate that like she gets fired and then we never see Whoopi again. I know. It's unfortunate. How do you feel about Will Arnett as Vern? The character of Vern? It's so strange. And I don't think I've ever had this thought before ever. But when I was watching okay. it, I just kept thinking like, he is not given enough to do here. Like he is doing the bare minimum and it's not his fault. Will Arnett himself is a lot of fun. I think he plays a really good like side character. That's um, the thing I do not like about the character of Vern is him trying to hit on April. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know if it's like the age difference I think is weird or just like, it's not necess- It's not necessary for this movie at all. No, um, no, I think Vern should be a, a character that looks out for himself and wants to like move up in the world in his like line of because um, he's the camera guy in the sequel spoilers for the sequel as well i might talk about the sequel and spoiler for even quez oh um, man he takes credit for a lot of what the turtles do and becomes like a celebrity at the beginning because the turtles do not want that recognition oh, yet. so he's right like a celebrity so if we're getting to that point, I don't feel like we earned it here. So no, whatever. What's weird though about their relationship is like I don't know if I'm supposed to find him like slimy and gross and like get out of here, <laughs> stop hitting on her, or if I'm yeah. supposed to be like, oh, they could be cute together. Like I don't know what the movie wants I, me to think. <laughs> well, I don't think they could be cute together. They don't seem like no. a good couple. No, um, not at all. It just it makes me like uncomfortable. Like. First of all, she's your coworker. Like, stop, stop trying to put it in her because it's not happening. Right. And like, that's the thing too, is like, he keeps trying. I think that's the like obnoxious part is they keep making him try. And it's like, do I want him to keep trying? Is that what you like? Or do I not like him? Like, what do you want out of me? I, cause I don't understand. I didn't like it. I thought it was just strange. I think it would just make more sense for them to be like coworkers and, um, she trusts him as like a coworker because that's what the vibe is. Is she trusts him as a coworker, and then he's like constantly hitting on her. So it's like, am I supposed to like him or not? We also in the turtle universe won't be rooting for this relationship. We want April to end up with a Casey Jones, and so let that happen eventually. Yeah, yeah. I again right. like I like Will Arnett, and I think he's a, he could be like a fun sidekick in this universe. I think the way he was written was super strange. And also, yeah. like I said, he wasn't given enough to do. Like he was just kind of always waiting. But he around. doesn't. We don't need him to do much. He's a side character in a turtle movie. Focus yeah. on the damn turtles. <laughs> but like when he is used, it's like, hey, can you give me a ride? It's like, okay. Like, yeah, he's just the driver. She can't drive. It's just him. Yeah, it's really strange. And like, but yeah, there is so much time spent on him as a sidekick that you're right. Like, we don't need all of this from him. Focus more on the turtles. Stop showing him just like waiting around for April. Like, we don't need that. I don't need that. Let's talk about the third human in this movie. Eric Sachs. Yes. Played by William Fitchner. Who... Yeah super fun this guy is like the best like character actor especially like if you wanted to be kind of like a scumbag villain perfect choice um i have to get into some behind the scenes stories for you oh okay so i I remember when this movie was coming out and they released that he was going to be in the movie Mm -hmm. my first thoughts were 
this guy's got to be Shredder. Oh. He's going to be our main villain. I'm super on board with this. Mm-hmm. But then fans, fans complained. Um, so I get what they were going for, but because of this outrage, they re-edited the character to be like Shredder's like number one kingpin goon guy. And it shows. Like mm-hmm. I can tell in this movie, I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure he was supposed to be Shredder. Just the way he gives like a speech to April O'Neil about like the history of him learning. Well, he, it sounds like he learned to be Shredder. And like anyone could be in that mech suit. It didn't matter that it was like a trained ninja person. Uh, so like, and that's why it's it feels like reshoots when you see Shredder and he's just in shadows and stuff. And they cast like someone who's not a big name. Like, what are we doing, movie? Okay, that makes more sense now that I know that. Because, yeah, there was this sort of disconnect between our big bad and then between Shredder. And it felt like Shredder, while he's known as a turtle big bad, he took a backseat to uh, Sax. Yeah. And now it makes sense as to maybe why. In addition to that, they also reshot and added that scene at the end with uh, Megan Fox and Will Arnett fighting Sax and like shoot, you know, where Sax shoots them and stuff. That wasn't originally there. It was originally April and Vern were supposed to fight like foot soldiers and Karai, the only female in the foot soldier group with like the pink streak in her hair. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were supposed to have a confrontation with them because Eric was supposed to be Shredder, you know? And so like, it just, it just like a mess. We're trying to put the broken pieces together it does not work. No, it doesn't. There's a, a big like disconnect because when it's revealed that Sax is working with Shredder, a lot of my reaction was just like, but like, why? Like, I don't understand how we got here. Their plan is so wild. Okay, so are you, okay, so you know this plan, but I just need to say this because watching this. No, I don't, you need to re-explain it to okay. me because I still, I'm not able to follow this. I'm just so, like, I'm focused on turtles and I'm like, what are sure. they doing? Sure, so there is a reason why this stuck out to me and here's why. Here we go, let's go on this journey together. So Sax sure. and Shredder are going to release a virus off of a building. Sure, it's like a, it's like a misty virus, Because I guess. they're a team. Because they're a team. And so um, they're going to release a virus into New York. It's going to kill a bunch of people. Then they're going to use the Ninja Turtles' blood to create an antidote. And hold on. We're going to take it a little step further. Shredder's doing it because he thinks like, hey, if like a ton of people die in the city, I can rise up and take control. And then Sax is doing it because with the turtle blood antidote, he's going to make a ton of money. So now, why does this sound familiar to me? Because I don't know if you remember, but I certainly remember a while ago when the pandemic of COVID started, there was this crazy woman on the internet who made a video with some documentary filmmaker called The Plandemic. And she claimed that Dr. Fauci created COVID so that he could come in with an antidote and make a ton of money. So my thoughts were, did this woman watch the Ninja Turtles, Michael Bay produced Ninja Turtles and go, (laughs) I know how (laughs) to make money. I'm going to make a YouTube video. Wait a second. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I was like, that's the pandemic. That's what that bitch was saying. Was that like, 
they made it famous and now they're making money off of it so i was like mm, did she watch this movie i think both of them do not have a solid enough reason for doing what they're doing no um because <laughs> it's just poisoning everyone and then giving them the antidote at a price so right i feel like sax could keep doing whatever he's doing he because he's already making money he's got a huge company yeah i don't know why he needs that extra little <laughs> cheddar just for the hell of it um and then shredder just wants to be in power don't you want to do that from like the shadows like you're the ninja foot clan why would you want to be up front and in like i don't know what what is this movie trying to do yeah i don't get it either because to me it's our villains like, don't have a good motive for doing anything what they're doing because like sex honey you can make money in an easier way you're a scientist like what are you doing here and then shredder like the whole foot clan is introduced in this movie in such a weird way where it's like uh one we're already supposed to just like know who they are which is like weird because we don't we treat the ninja turtles the exact opposite where we need to lay it on thick with what their deal is but with the foot clan it's just like yeah the foot clan's like doing doing some shady stuff around the city the foot clan here just seems like mercenaries in weird weird mask they do not look good um <laughs> they also don't look like they're doing any fighting it's just shooting at the turtles yeah um yeah which i don't think should be ruled out i do think that some of the foot soldiers should have guns but i do think we should have a lot of ninjas for the turtles to fight before we find out like their plan is city dominance it's just kind of like they're like this weird street gang that's just doing stuff and i don't understand like are you taking over like a subway platform what are you trying to do here like i don't okay trying to fight the turtles i mean you guys are a whole literal group of people do something more productive with your time like it just didn't make sense like why are you doing this i don't i don't get it okay i think now is the appropriate time to talk about how the turtles look and yeah. the turtles themselves if the sonic the hedgehog movie went forward with the creepy weird sonic with teeth that's the vibe these turtles give me. It's like, they look too weird for me to enjoy them. They look too realistic. They look too like gritty and like street rats were fighting crime. I don't need that at all. I have two suggestions. Don't give them nostrils. They don't need them. No. It's weird. Yeah. Two, don't give them lips. Yeah. The fact that they have nostrils and lips is the thing. I don't care if they need teeth. I get it. But like the lips and the nostrils are the thing that make them look just fucking weird. Yeah. Um, they could have like the rounded noses. You got it. Yeah. I've seen there's definitely been people online that have edited it to show you like, hey, this is more appeasing to the eye. And it does. And it's crazy. Um, Because like we don't need them to be real. It's a movie about giant fucking turtles. Come Who on. cares? Right, exactly. I don't need them to look real. They're colored in this very like dark green sort of uh, color palette. And okay. for me, it didn't work with the energy of the turtles because I, when I think of the Ninja Turtles, and again, I'm like an outside fan, I think of like these bright sort of like colorful, like 
Yeah, like the like bright green, shirt. and it fits with like this cartoonish like idea. Like the 80s cartoon. Yeah, because again, like I know that they're this is not a real thing. I don't need them to look real. They've definitely gone through some color palettes. I do like the idea of having each one have a slightly different tone. Sure, uh, yeah. But it all should be like a green. Uh, like I know, like the eighties, like action figures. Donatello was more of like a brown green, mm. which is, I mean, I don't mind. Give them all like a palette. I like kind of like that. Um, one, I, I do really like that they're all different sizes. I think that's a lot of fun. Um, because they used to be all like the same in the eighties. They're all like the same size. The only way you could tell them apart was, you know, their face mask. Uh, but in like, uh, definitely the. The 2012 cartoon is the one I like probably the most. Uh, it gave each turtle even a stronger personality. Um, little quirks that we didn't really see more. Um, and they're all different shapes and sizes. Like Michelangelo is the small one. Donatello kind of got lean. That's like this one. Raphael is like big and beefy. And Leonardo is just kind of like, I guess, just the bare average one. Mm-hmm. So I like that they're all different shapes and sizes that reflect their personalities. And I think that's a good choice. I think the idea of them having all sorts of shit on their shells, like Donatello's like wacky, like gadgets. The fact that one of them has like a tennis shoe that is two tennis shoes stitched together is kind of wild. It's like this uh, almost like apocalypse Mad Max style, just because like, (laughs) This is all the turtles can like craft together. Yeah, I see it's hard for me because I feel like at times they want the turtles to look fun and cartoonish, and then at times they want them to look like gritty, like Dark Knight Turtles. (laughs) And it's like, I don't know what I'm how I'm supposed to feel (laughs) about them either. (laughs) Like, are they fun, cool ninja turtles, or are they like I've seen some shit and I live in the sewer kind of ninja (laughs) turtles? I don't know. Uh, I will say that uh, my favorite parts of this movie are when the turtles are together. Yeah. I think they cast four people that work really well together. Um, I can tell that the energy that they have is great. They like work playing around together. Um, I like I like all the moments. I just feel I feel like the brotherly love. What I don't like is i don't like that they're teenagers i don't feel that at all they don't look like teenagers they don't really act like teenagers like obviously yeah. it's hard to gauge what like a teen mutant turtle would look like but this isn't it what I do you think know. of their origin story so i don't hate this origin story but i think we spend like too much time on the april part of the origin story For, forget that forget that april's a part of the origin story just They're in a lab. She, like, rescued them. Whatever. I think that's dumb. So, but, like, they get into the ooze. And, like, they grow. Splinter, the rat, also gets the ooze. Somehow he's much older than them. I think there's a weird age gap, especially if they were raised together. Um, In other instances of the turtles, Splinter, the rat, their leader... Um, do you know any other origins of Splinter before I go into this? No. Not off the top of my <laughs> so, head. So, 80s cartoon, he was a human man. Um, and he was like the nemesis of the Shredder's human, you know, Orokosaki. He just came in contact with a rat and then turned into 
the rat with mutagen in the 90s movie he was a rat that was just like training with his master shredder kills the master and then he knows all his karate moves and then turns into you know the human form because that was the last thing he touched and so like that's you know another interpretation sure i don't really care come up with that um i hate that this rat knew nothing about being a ninja didn't know any ninjutsu write it from a book he found in the trash yep and then taught them yeah that's yep what what It is really no. weird. Why would he be any good at teaching them this? No, if he didn't even know it, but he's like a, apparently this like natural. So he reads a book about uh, being a ninja. How can and he read? He's it. a rat. And it seemed like yeah, this version was trying to be like this weird, like uh, realistic, like <laughs> he could read a book and then he taught his children it. It's like, that's fucking weird. Like, I like the idea of just like this cute little rat that knows how to be a ninja. Maybe if they were, like, watching kung fu movies or, like, I don't know, their lair was, like, right underneath the dojo and they were, like, oh, we're just watching people all the time and now that we could be practice true. ourselves. Yeah. Just anything but instead of reading a book and now we know it all. Right. This has been the first movie where, like, Splinter gets, like, a decent fight scene. Shredder's throwing shit and Splinter is, like, dodging it whipping his tail his tail is so insane that was wild i do think it's nice to sort of have this ordered story of like the turtles and splinter were together and then like mutated see okay the aging thing did throw me off but i also took it as like well don't like in real life turtles like age slower than rats i don't know <laughs> who the fuck cares i don't know Why i don't that know matter in our mutant turtle movie well in this case they're trying to get all sorts of grim and realistic here like i like the idea of them going through this thing together and splinter takes on this like fatherly figure um but it's just it is very strange like the way in which it happens so there's certain things about it i like it and there's certain parts of it to me that just don't like don't feel fully fleshed out um Man, the turtles are so fun together. I just like them. They they have good chemistry palling around. Uh, and I feel that. I feel like they're a close-knit group of people. Um, on to what uh, the motion capture of it all. Mm-hmm. These actors. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Within the last, like, two or three years, Alan Richson, who plays Raphael, was on um, some sort of radio podcast talk show. Because there's definitely not going to be a third movie. He was very candid about like the whole time. Oh man, I shouldn't be saying this, but you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Cause like, I want to explain this. They were so frustrated with how production treated them. It's so sad. So what happened was, you know, when they were offered the roles, it was kind of like, you guys are going to be the stars of the movie. So you get like the treatment of like a star would in our movies. They kept them out of the press. So when press junkets go around, they don't do that. That's the aftermath, or that's just eventually at the end of it, which is weird. But like Arnett, Fox, and Fitchner, all the human actors that we see their faces, they get the, like the treatment of like, you know, they're the first ones that get to go to like um, for like break meals and stuff. They're the first ones if they need to like get like vans to take them off set. 
Whereas like these guys are in like full suits with giant shells on their back for the CG stuff and just sitting and extras get weighed off and they don't have like a real like priority with helping these guys out at all. It's so weird. Like, cause like, because it's motion capture, they don't have like a specific, this is early motion capture where there's not like a, this person's a voice actor. This person is, does this it doesn't really have like a select spot. They're kind of like a day perform. Uh, it's a really weird like position that they're in. So like they were almost like the last person people offset a lot of the time, just sitting there like waiting for a van to pick them up. And they're like, what the hell is happening? Um, they were just mistreated the entire time. Uh, and they're the fucking stars. They're the turtles. Um, and like, I think he was another person that had like kids, so he wanted to make sure he was in a movie where like his kids could see like the turtles and stuff. And oh man, it just sucks that like they were treated like shit. If anyone can like Google that, listen to it, it's it's tough. It's Damn. tough to listen to. I feel bad for them. I think that says a lot about the movie in general because yeah, they treat the turtles like they aren't the thing we're all here to see. I think it's like a producer issue. Producers, probably Michael Bay is might be in this mix. I don't know. But like producers, I don't think it's the director's fault in this instance. He's not the one that has to make those calls. I think the producers didn't know what they wanted in the movie. I think it was just the name of the Ninja Turtles and just like slapped a lot of shit together. No, fans are whining about this, do this. And instead of like getting a director or a writer that's like, or more, probably more so the director is like, this is the vision I have for Ninja Turtles. Because, like, the director is good at action. Like, every shot in this looks good. The movie feels intense the entire way. Even, like, the subway when the Foot Clan are attacking humans for no reason. And the Turtles, like, rescue everyone. And done in the shadows, everything looks good. Um, I like all the shots they choose. Uh, the biggest one blows me away is like the downhill chase in the snow is my favorite sequence in probably any of the turtle movies so oh it's it pains me that like it was put together so sloppily yeah it was and i also think too i feel like it's really obvious that it was done to make money which of course is like the the, i mean it's a business i get that but also like there's already such a built an audience to it that if you just like had someone like you for instance who grew up with the turtles and wants to do like a different take on them that could still happen but the fact that you come in and just like throw this property's name on and just sort of like all right let's make money as opposed to like let's let's do a different version of the turtles that we know because it did feel like there was no soul in this movie or heart in this movie and I think it's pretty obvious that it's because it wasn't made by like fans of Ninja Turtles. It was made by people like me who know of the turtles and are like, hey, let's make a turtle movie. Um, the 2012 uh, animated show that Nickelodeon also does or did, it ended in 2017. But like, that's a turtles, that's a turtles property that I can tell the people that made it love the turtles because every episode has some sort of reference either to a movie or another turtles thing. It's crazy how many turtle references are in there. And you can tell that there's so much heart in it. Um, they even get like 
voice actors from the original 80s ones to voice other characters that pop up here and there is like cameos and even like voice actors from the movies they get a voice like everyone that was involved with turtles almost gets like some sort of part in this and i like that a lot it's so nice they even got like rob paulson that did the voice of Raphael to be donatello in that show and so like it's a shame that like there are definitely people that are good filmmakers and turtle fans i don't know why they can't get those two things that line up together there's this misconception and there has been for a while with these like kind of reboots or uh, movies being made from uh properties that are already exist is that oh well there's a built-in audience so if we put anything out they're gonna come and that's not necessarily wrong but i think like when you do it yeah. right <laughs> that's true i'll watch it that's true and i think they got lost in the shuffle of like oh shit oh none of this is like oh well now we gotta appeal to the fans like instead of like originally having that be the goal of like okay well let's make sure like the fans are a part of this as well but we're gonna do something different and it just felt like we're just gonna make turtles and see what's up and then fans were like wait a minute you're taking like our beloved thing and doing some weird shit with it do you even know the turtles and it just feels like yeah it makes sense to me watching this movie that there was like such a big disconnect um in behind the scenes and shit like that because it does feel like there's something like lacking here i also feel like too like as someone who like i've said before didn't know the turtles specifically clearly by how i listed their names earlier yeah. i also did not walk away from this movie having any sort of idea of who these four turtles were in any way because they all felt um uniformed in that like they're all sort of the same they just have like a different thing like the one is good at computers and the one fights and the one is kind of aggressive it's like but i didn't one's the leader one's the leader one's the aggressive one sure the fourth one just is like there we got the leader the aggressive macho one with the hot head this is a better term he's the hot head the tech guy and then the goofy server one like the hell whatever bro Mm -hmm. the goofball he's mm -hmm. a goofball yeah see like i just felt like they have these roles but they're the essentially the same like the ninja turtles was a character like these four were just one character they're grouped together and we barely spent time with them they're the supporting yes. characters in, a, in their own movie together. yeah and so for to hear like that's how the actors were treated is really shitty but it also like makes sense because i don't think the producers understood the people are here for the turtles. I will say what I love about this movie, because we derailed hard. Yeah, get some positive um, vibes for your birthday. Oh, man. The turtles, when they're fighting things and fighting Shredder, are so fun. The downhill chase is so exciting. Uh, and it gives every turtle like a bit of action to do. It's so thrilling to watch visually. Um, and it goes on for like 10 minutes. And it's awesome. Each thing they're doing, jumping through the air, sliding on their shells. Donatello has probably the coolest thing where he gets his staff and he has like a button because he's a tech guy. He's way more techy in this. Pushes the button, it extends it, hits like a log or a rock underneath a truck and flips and knocks that up. What the hell? It's awesome. Raphael does like a little flip and just smashes into a Hummer. God, it's so exciting. The entire sequence. Shredder's suit is also really cool. 
where it's like a yeah, mech suit. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm sure some fans were like, he looks like a robot. Shut <laughs> up. The, he's fighting giant fucking turtles that are like super bulky. Of course, this is the thing that would fight against them. Uh, I love I love the feature in his suit that he throws knives and there's magnets that retract back. That was wild as hell the first time I saw that. I was like, what? Again, I think the director is a did a great job of making every action sequence look so good. It just sucks that we use just the dumbest script or just bland. Bland. Yeah. All in all, I think the technology was there to make good action for the turtles and we got great action sequences i just think the story we got is really boring so joe as the birthday boy do you think that michael bay's ninja turtles deserve a second chance oh i will say if you're a turtle fan you, you gotta you gotta always give them a second chance if you're a turtle fan and if you say you're a turtle fan you're like you're just stupid i'll never watch it you're not a turtle fan shut your mouth uh anyone under the age of 12 should love this movie um because they don't they don't give a shit about like the plot like what the villain's doing it's just the bad guy they're gonna stop him uh if you have kids i say give it a shot because they'll love it they'll enjoy it uh you'll put up with it at least you get two really good action sequences out of it that are watchable. So um, if you're an adult and you don't care about the turtles, don't give it a second chance. You won't care. Um, so yeah, I say some people can give it a second chance. I say don't give it a second chance uh, because the whole time I was watching it, I was wishing we had watched the 90s ninja turtles because like those are just fun to watch so i think like if you're considering this one nah just find like joe said all the other ninja turtle options out there for you before you go to this i also just recently watched ninja turtles 2 secret of the ooze Mm -hmm. back in march because it turned 30 wow it was its 30th anniversary and i was like hot damn i gotta watch this Instead of watching this Michael Bay one, do yourself a favor and find Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. That's way more entertaining. So much more fun. You get Vanilla Ice singing, you know, the turtle rap song, uh, Ninja Rap. And then um, you also get two other mutants that aren't turtles. I guess one's technically a snapping turtle. But Toka and Rezar, you get to see them. They're a lot of fun. So that was Joe's very special episode for the Ninja Turtles. Maybe we'll come back and we'll do another one because now I want to watch the 90s Ninja Turtles. That sounds really fun. Um, All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode, this very special Joe's birthday episode. Uh, As always, please rate, review, comment. Let us know what you think. Are you a Ninja Turtles fan? Did you like the Michael Bay version? Do you like Michael Bay at all? Let us know. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Second Chance Movies Pod. The links to everything will be in the show notes. Um, thank you, as always, to BD McBeatface for making our theme song. And we'll be back next time with another Second Chance movie. Kawabunga! Second Chance.